0: Welcome back to Homeless But Human. Here with you again for part three is Blake, Shayla, and Sam. As we finish this three-part series with Sam, the Homeless Outreach Director at Christ in the City. To recap in episode one, we discussed going deeper and higher in relationship with our friends on the street, and oh, how applicable that is to all of the relationships in our lives. In episode two, we talked about some different ways of categorizing that. By that, I mean the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation, what freedom in a friendship or relationship ought to look like, and then the difference between self-expression in a friendship, and again, how to take that higher. So with this, let us begin. Welcome back, Sam and Shayla. People of Christ in the city, people of every, everywhere around the world, this is David. Christopher Pacheco. Hi, my name is Kimmy.
1: My name is Arthur Ortiz. Been in
0: Denver since 1973. OK, so let's just talk in circles for a little bit. <laughs> let's talk in circles, yeah. just the breeze a little. Yeah. You know, they see beyond what I look like. They see what my actions are and say, hey, that is a good person. A lot of people say home is
1: home is where the heart is. But my heart's in many
0: places. It's just I don't know where home is. Sam, so what do you have next? I see we have two more points to really put some flesh, some meat onto this topic.
1: Yeah. So the, the next one would be empathy and compassion versus accountability. So if you want to deepen your relationship with somebody, you know, a good way to do that is growing an understanding of them. And that's what empathy is all about, right? Empathy is a reverent understanding of what another person is experiencing, hmm. so the idea of empathy is like no matter where a person is at, or you know whether it's a good place or a bad place, a positive or negative, socially acceptable or not, whether the situation aligns with your values or not, you try everything you can do to put yourself in their shoes.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, which of course we know you technically can't, but we can. We have imaginations for a reason, mm-hmm. right? We have these skills, these talents that we can fine tune and that's empathy empathy that's what empathy is so i mean
1: for example let's say a a friend were to say to you on the street you know my family finally kicked me out they got tired of the drinking they got tired of me so let's say somebody said that to you You a response of empathy and understanding might sound something like wow uh this habit must be hard to quit. And now uh, you must feel very alone. Yeah. Okay. You're empathizing with them. You're showing, I understand, or I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to see into your situation. Um, I mean, that's where compassion is too, to, to, yeah. to feel, to suffer with somebody. This is mm-hmm. what compassion means. Empathy shows people that they're not alone, which is one of the hardest parts about our suffering, right? It's the yeah. sense of isolation. And we see that in an extreme way on the streets. Yeah. People are, are so alone that they have nowhere to go except the sidewalk
0: in a tent. Which is not how the Lord created us at all. Yeah. Right? Like, we are made for compassion and empathy, right? That suffering with, as Sam just mentioned, like, that is, that is one of the saddest things on mm-hmm. the streets, right? Not, not even the suffering. It's the suffering alone. Yeah, and we And we see this
1: emphasized a lot in a lot of the other social services in the area right lead with lead with compassion lead with empathy uh good a different sort of response would be to call that friend higher so in addition to empathy and compassion, friends are there for what accountability as well, not just empathy and compassion and understanding. Mm-hmm. So back to the example, you know, let's say somebody said uh, to you, my family finally kicked me out. Uh, They got tired of the drinking. They got tired of me. Accountability might sound something like, I'm sad to hear that. I I know you promised them that you'd get sober. Uh, Do you think it's time to maybe get some help with this? Mm. Okay. A different sort of response.
0: And as you mentioned, Sam, it's like the deeper comes first, right? Like um, you don't say that, that accountability, you know, like example of saying like, hey, do you think it's time to get sober? The missionaries, like us and our friendships, we should never say that in the, within our first few times meeting them. Mm-hmm. You know, no, 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 no. That comes through empathy and compassion yeah. and showing them I'm here to suffer with you, right? I'm here in this with you. And now that you are convinced I'm here with you, are you ready to take take this next step? You know, and again, I say it because on the streets I heard this so much of like, you know, one of the things with the homeless and the poor is they actually, we find that some of them really struggle with Christians because they say, you know, like if someone was a Christian, like my friend Arkansas, one of the saddest days for me on the streets is when he said, you know, everyone walking by me won't look at me. They say they're Christian and they won't even say hi. Mm-hmm. You know, it, just, it was the it was one of the hardest daggers like I've taken on the streets, which may sound odd, but it just really, really tore me apart. Mm-hmm. But the empathy, the accountability comes or the empathy and compassion come before that accountability, right? We don't just meet someone and say, hey, you should really quit drinking. It looks like, you know, you have a problem with that. No, it comes out of a place of love. And I think Sam, the, the genius of the deeper than higher almost is so real.
2: Yeah. Even as you were saying, like, maybe you could respond in this way for the accountability side of it. I've, I was even feeling internally, I was like, Oh, like that seems kind of hard. Like that is my <laughs> oh, my blood yeah. pressure raised a little bit, just like in that conversation yeah. of that sometimes could bring maybe even bring a conflict or like that could bring, um, it's not just necessarily like comforting someone so they can just feel comfortable, yeah. but like you, you empathize so that you can put yourself in their shoes so that you might know how to like call them higher or like hold them accountable to.
1: Yeah. I, I think what prevents us so often from going to accountability and why we flock to empathy and understanding is
0: we fear conflict.
2: Yeah. Oh, I, I'm raising my hand. That's hey, me. <laughs> yep.
0: Everyone has their hands raised, but Sam, he's too good at this. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. and, and if you're listening to this, you may be like, you know what? I, You know, I'm sure you see the connections, but so much in my life, I'm like, oh, I'm not walking the streets as much anymore. You know, like I I, I make it to Wednesday lunch in the park from time to time. And that's, you know, that's about it. But it's like, hold on a second. Like, this is the path of relationship. What a gift the poor are to us to show us the the basics of relationship in a way. Right. With all the walls ripped down, no mask to hide behind. It's like, this is friendship. Mm-hmm. Right. This is relationship. It's like, was, have I been empathy or empathic and compassionate? Cause that has to come before I call them to accountability. And I see this in community life with the missionaries. Oh, if you try to suggest something to your fellow community member and that community member doesn't feel, you know, them well, yeah. they don't take that. This isn't like our own lives. Like if someone says, Hey, I think you should do this. You're sitting there being like, you know, you don't know me. Yeah. Don't you tell me that you don't yeah. know yeah, me exactly. But when it comes from a trusted friend who you know, loves you. We take that way more seriously. Mm-hmm. At least I do, but I'm broken and I'm, you know, I sure. mean, there's nothing more bonding to, I, I
1: would say to two men. I can't speak for the women, but like when you uh, respect each other, you kind of know each other well enough. And then one of you challenges the other person. And yeah, there's a little friction. There's a little yes. bit of butting heads but you come out of it and there's just so much more respect and so yeah. much more you're just on the same page you
0: feel like you're more of a team mm-hmm. yeah so. and as you is like the whole premise of this talk is how to take a relationship or friendship to the next level yeah right and we know that like this is about the roots of friendship and can you really be a friend right if after going deeper right emphasis on this if after going deeper you just let your friends sit there because you're afraid of conflict, you know. And mm-hmm. the missionaries have to ask themselves this on the streets: like, am I willing to put conflict in front of me with this friend because I care that much about them? Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm willing to risk their happy emotions with me. Yeah, you know, or a negative fee. In that is not easy. Right? Mm-hmm. We are not saying this is easy, and I know Sam. Mm-hmm relays that time and time again to the missionaries. You no, know, this, this is the work of the kingdom of God. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think we have to be involved in, in street ministry with the homeless to necessarily be facing this. I, I, I think of any friend or family member where we're, we're kind of in this mode of just listening mm-hmm. and hearing, hearing people's stories and how maybe their decisions are causing havoc in their life. And uh, we just, we just kind of listen and with a listening ear and which is really good, but there just comes a certain point where I think love demands uh, accountability. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I can think of, a I can think of a lot of examples with that. Hmm. Uh, You know, let's say a friend is struggling with some sin and there's a lot of understanding and a lot of room for support, but at a certain point I think what they need from you is not more compassion, but accountability. Yeah. You say, Hey, we've talked about this a number of times. Like you've asked me to listen and keep you accountable. And now like I am, you know, yeah. uh, uh, maybe, maybe it's time that, uh, you should do this and, and kind of challenge, or maybe it's, a uh, you know, a family member who mm-hmm. continually complains about another family member and, uh, you know you've heard them out a number of times you know that what the struggles are uh, you can predict it before the conversation even comes up and but you see that there's there's a sense of calling higher where the person in front of you maybe needs to have a hard conversation or forgive or, or something like that yeah that's that's where these distinctions come in is uh, am i willing to make that pivot in the relationship maybe even risk a conflict for the higher good for the mm. i actually our one of our formators in Philly, Patrick Walsh, he helped g- give this talk last year, and he he got up in front of the missionaries and just said, "We we're giving you permission to blow up your friendships." <laughs> and uh, the <laughs> missionaries were all taken back at first, but they're like, he said, "Don't don't be afraid to to make these pivots if you discern it's the right call. We can't control people's reactions. It's not up to us to control them. It's for us to do the right thing." And uh, that was really freeing for a lot of the missionaries. They mm. thought, "Oh, I can't, I can't uh, disrupt the relationship. I, I have to be liked. I have to have yeah. another conversation with this person in the future. I have to preserve the friendship." Of, of course, no, nothing wrong with any of those, but uh, they're they're kind of lies actually in in relationship.
0: So, man, oh gosh, Sam, that is so wise, so wise. I remember one of my fellow missionaries at Christ in the City named Kevin. He, uh, if he heard someone complain about something, he was so empathetic. That first time he took it in, he received it and was just there with you, but he had his internal policy. He shared this with me once. Cause I tried to complain about something twice or <laughs> show concern about something twice. And he goes, Blake, I will not listen to that two times in a row because that means you did nothing about it, but complain. Right. <laughs> and it was like, that was such a good, like he showed compassion. Right, and he very much showed compassion in that first conversation. Mm. That second conversation, he called me higher. He goes, "This isn't holy or healthy." Mm. He goes, "I I refuse to listen to this again. If you've made steps, I'm happy to be here." And it was like, oh my! I feel like that's been one of the greatest like little life. Yeah. life calling hires I've had <laughs> yeah. it sticks with me sure it really does
2: but he also knew that you could take that he too.
0: did because he because he got to know me yeah right right All right which is the first preamble to doing this mm-hmm. and very few relationships blow up when we challenge people by the way uh mm-hmm. would you agree with that Sam?
1: yeah I I would say it's relatively rare that you're never a yeah. times person again in fact they might respect you more after you've worked it out yeah yeah they
0: may get frustrated you may have to work it out
2: I, I think it's that is one of those things. honestly, this whole time, I've been thinking about my personal relationships in like my life, my friendships, my family members because all of this just so applies to all relationship. But I, I really like your approach toward even just comparing empathy and compassion first because I think if you don't come to that person, maybe if you do want to hold them accountable, if you don't come to them in a sense of like where you're suggesting a next step or where you're maybe offering a new perspective and you tell them what to do. Like, I'm like, how many times have we had conversations where are like, I know you're doing this wrong. You need to just do it this way. That person still doesn't receive it like super well. Mm-hmm. And so just like even talking about the, the balance of, I, I actually see you and we've talked about this and we've, we've worked through this a little bit together, but maybe what if you looked at it this way and like being offering in a sense of, of, the, of a different perspective Versus just telling them what to do.
1: Totally. Yeah, the invitational yes um, offering those types of words I, I can really get behind. Yeah but when if we all know that person who, you know, quote unquote knows what the right thing to do is knows what's good for you. Oh yeah and just <laughs> will just say it without with un- unapologetically mm. I,
0: no one wants to listen to
1: somebody without like that. compassion.
0: So that that empathy and compassion versus accountability. What a remarkable way to grow in friendship. And Mm -hmm. the last one, Sam, if you want to guide us home with this one.
1: Yeah. Okay. We're talking about the differences between deeper and higher. Um, I I think of freedom from versus freedom for freedom from um, in this sense of going deeper is freedom from the things dragging me down, my current situation my addiction or illness freedom from my faults my bad habits freedom from my family you know or this toxic relationship or, or something like that again it's a it's a dive into the self understanding what do i need to get away from so that i can live my best life my best version of yeah. myself but maybe a a, a different view a, a calling higher is uh, a freedom for and I'm thinking of our friends on the street, you know, contributing a freedom for contributing, uh, in a positive way to society and people around them, uh, the economy, uh, freedom to uh, contribute to my friend circles in a positive way, uh, freedom for fulfilling my duty as a citizen, a spouse, or, uh, the freedom to live out my duty as a parent, Right. Those are that's very different than you know freedom from whatever I'm currently kind of suffering with or the things that, that I'm dealing with, but rather uh, freedom for living into a role that I'm called to.
2: Mm.
1: So put it another way, you know going deeper may look like helping a friend in his liberation from his own baggage. Uh, but calling a relationship higher could look like encouraging them to make commitments. And maybe start with a commitment to their own health, or a commitment yeah. to uh, us, uh, us as missionaries. Hey, we're going to see you at this time. We're going to pick you up for coffee. If they don't show up, you know, hey, we missed you for coffee. How are things going? Where were you? Yeah. Uh, or an encouragement to recommit to their family. I, I, I we know a lot of people on the street who are married, and their spouse is somewhere out there, or they've they have children, and their children are somewhere out there, and they're they're not in touch with them. And so, our vision would be that there would be some reconciling um, actions that take place and that they would get back in touch and have the freedom to be able to be a dad. Yeah. Or to be that encouraging mom to encourage her daughters, you know, how to be women and (laughs) how
0: to be mothers. And um, yeah, yeah. but until they're free from something, Mm -hmm. right, they can't be free for something. I love that. It goes so much back to, like, you know, the being acknowledging the hurt right the the victim reality and then striving for reconciliation like you mentioned so many of these obviously because they're all talking about the same thing but they intertwine they intersect in just the best ways and that understanding of yeah like maybe on the streets i i can think of a friend man he his addiction prevented him from being free to take care of his kids and it's one where if you were to say hey Right now I'm calling this relationship higher. You should be a better dad. It's like he has this huge block that mm-hmm. is preventing him from doing that. But what if we focused on that, the freedom from, then after that, this was almost step two. Yeah. You know, obviously a lot more steps. But I like that, Sam. This like deeper, the hierarchy being go deeper first is necessary mm-hmm. to go higher. Right? Oh, what a what a wise way of wording this in our relationships.
2: Hmm yeah it's almost not like a um whether or not i don't know if this is the right way maybe sam you look at it differently but like not discerning whether or not it's um we should take the relationship deeper or higher but like have we gone deeper yet then can we go higher mm-hmm. i don't know if if that's how you encourage missionaries to even look at it or encourage like our listeners to look at their relationships have i gone deep enough yet yep. um, yeah. do we know yeah does this person in front of me are they free from from the things in their life to be free for other things mm-hmm. uh, it all of these steps it just seems like the second part the second you know versus almost seems like the more whole like better part if they're both good yeah but like it's more more human more whole to do and then the second part of the freedom for someone else
1: yep Yeah, it's the 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 higher category is the kind of the ultimate call, right? But there's all kinds of steps that have to happen before that and that are good in them they're good in themselves, but it's just we're not meant to stop there. And you know, the the whole reason that we made these categories in the first place is to confront the situations where we feel in friendship like we're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. That these that a friendship has burned out of steam. Yeah. And that okay, now I see there's, there's rich soil. Uh, I can go deeper I can uh, dive into somebody's story more and and what their preferences are and what they like and help them become themselves and express themselves like that's that's a great endeavor and and or maybe I've done all that stuff. Now the next step would be let's look higher. let's look at the ultimate good. let's look at what God's calling this relationship uh, mm. towards.
0: We, we know, we, I hope we are all convinced we are made for friendship. It is the way God created us. This is no different for the missionaries, the homeless on the streets, each and every one of you, right? Like we are made for friendship Mm. and this is so applicable to everything in life, you know? And, and we can all think of those people, those situations, or sorry, those people in those situations where it's like, oh, that's going to be a lot harder you know, maybe it's riskier to put that relationship on the line or, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it be a family member or a close friend or a coworker, right. It's like, there's these categories where some are going to be more challenging for us to go deeper and call them or call them higher. Mm -hmm. And others seem easy, you know, and it's, but it's worth it. It's worth it in all of those categories. Mm
2: -hmm. I have just one final quick question that I've been thinking about this whole podcast and I've been trying to put myself in the perspective of the listeners too. For our listeners, Sam and Blake, even if you have something offer to this too, how do you approach, I, I mean, I've had people in my life that have popped into my mind during this podcast, and I'm sure our listeners have too. How do we approach these sorts of relationships and these sort of people in our life as someone to be loved and that we do this out of this uh for the sake of love versus you know, a relationship to be fixed or a problem to be fixed. How do we continue to like keep that mindset? Because I think it can be really easy to like just evaluate all the people in your life. you yeah. like, that needs to be fixed. That needs to be changed. I can do this here to get this outcome. No, Maybe Shayla, even with the missionaries too. Yeah,
0: Shayla, that's a great question, right? Just such a deep, deep reality that it's easy to do that. Yeah.
1: I think, the question brings us back to kind of the core of our identity as Christ in the city. And, and our mission is that all of these things are in service of people in our relationships with each other. We came from relationships and we are made for them. Mm-hmm. And God has invited us into this like, transformation throughout our lives through precisely our relationships with other people so that we can be in relationship with him for forever so all of these things are are in service of our relationships so if this ever becomes a a personal project yeah or this is just about me being as helpful as i can and as pragmatic as i Hmm. as i can be we're really losing sight of what this is all for it's all it's all in service of the person and they're good, and then my, and my relationship with them. So all these things, they should hopefully be in service of our friendship, build it up, deepen it, uh, enrich it. Yeah. If it's something that drives us away from each other, if it gives us a sense of alienation from them, uh, gives us a sense of superiority or mm. uh, efficiency, anything like mm. that, we're not, we're not keeping the end goal in mind. We're, we're doing our own thing. Yeah. But if I do have the good of the other in mind, if I have my own good in mind, if I have the good of the relationship in mind, I'm willing to call people higher or I'm willing to put in the work to go deeper with somebody and really dive into the mystery of this person in front of me. They're both goods and uh but there's a yeah, there's kind of a directionality to them.
0: Yeah, that self-examination. Mm-hmm. Right? Like checking our own purity of heart. Yeah. What a yeah, what a truly smart way to approach this, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're right. If it's selfish, if it's out of pride in any capacity that pride manifests itself, not good, (laughs) (laughs) you know, not good. But we know we're called to it. So looking at ourselves and saying, hey, I'm going to go deeper in myself so I can go higher too. Yep. Yep.
1: And and I think uh, maybe a test with this is you have to be willing to do this on an individual basis, like discerning each relationship in itself. Mm. When we like kind of default back to a process or like a set of principles in our mind or an ideal in our mind, again, we're stepping out of that realm of relationship with another person and like seeing that for what it is. And then like resorting to, um, again, like a set of principles or something. And that, that isn't personal. That's not relational. And yeah, there's really not a lot of fruit there.
2: Mm. Thank you. I think Sam, that, thank, thank you so really much. Helpful. Yeah.
0: Just so insightful. And I love how rooted in examples and testimonies from our years on the streets, right? This isn't yeah. coming just from the only in the intellectual way and the wealth of the church there. It's the practical wealth of the church as well.
1: Yeah. Honestly, this is all stuff from missionaries, uh, stories that they've told, um, yeah, guidance that they've given the program that's kind of been, um, summated in this in this talk but they're the ones out there on the front lines living this yeah. stuff every yeah. day and and we all are to some extent living these realities through our our current friendships or relationships and family and and whatnot so it's it's fun to be able to kind of put them all on paper but so it's good. cool to see them lived out in in
0: real life yeah Great. thank you sam Yeah.
1: thanks for having me on
2: Thanks so much, Sam. Wow, we really appreciate it. I'm just yeah, these conversations have been so good and I've feel very honored to be a part of them. And I imagine that our listeners have a lot to think about and hopefully a lot more principles to go off of in their everyday relationships. So yeah, we thank you for giving us these different principles that you give to our missionaries, Sam, and Blake, for your input too on these topics. I think it's it's really helpful for all of us to just be discussing this together. So Thank you to all of our listeners who tuned in to this third part of our three-part series. This has been a really rich one, and I'm glad that we got to share this with you. We'll see you all in a couple weeks. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Homeless But Human today. In order to keep producing this content for you all, we invite you to consider joining our known and loved monthly giving community. This is one of the most impactful ways that you can join us on mission. Your monthly gift sends missionaries out to the streets day after day, and helps us to continue recording and sharing our podcast. It's our vision that every city not only has soup kitchens and shelters, but communities who are committed to helping the homeless know that they have a home in us. And what is home but a small taste of Christ's infinite love? Visit ChristInTheCity.org and make a monthly gift today to join our known and loved community. And if you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor and go hit subscribe and leave a review. To get more involved with the mission, visit ChristInTheCity.org.